Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store, where you can get yourself a brand new Toro lawnmower. Brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 612, May 3rd, 2021. 93 degrees was the record high on this day, and that was in 1949. And it was as chilly as 18 degrees in 1967. There are no ice outs to report today, but we are not done, although we will be done with ice outs this week. Sure. And uh, as she warms up, of course, you want your kids to swim on a weed-free beach. That would be brought to you by Aquaside. Those magic pellets just get fanned out over the troubled area, and the next thing you know, you've got nothing but that clear, rippled sand, and you look off the dock, and the kids are happy. There's no weeds. There's no... Uh, what do you call those things? Lily pads or yeah. no muck or mire or anything. There are no serpents. It's just fantastic. Serpents. And the uh, products are registered with the EPA and DNR. White Bear Lake Company, Aquaside. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350. They'll help you identify your weed problem. Or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Reeves. Yeah. You're doing it all wrong. I know. Uh, Alan, I want you to know, put some money in the scan bucket. Okay. From Friday's podcast. Why, Reavers, would you think there would be a naval base? I know. I in the know. middle of the United States, not anywhere near water. I, I meant it, to say ooh. military base. It's Ellsworth yeah. Air Base. Yeah. Home for the B-1 bomber and a former USA, as a former USAF member, I couldn't let this go. Uh, if you want to make restitution, play the scramble in the beginning of the show next Friday, just to liven things up. You know what I mean? Sure. Alan Fram Moundsview, he means Richie Cunningham from Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I got a couple of emails on that one. I, I meant to say military base, and I don't know why I said Well, base. what are you going to do? Yeah. It, it, the, these faux pas come and go so quickly. We're, we shouldn't, as a staff, be expected to pick up on them. No, and we're well, used I, to them, so I it's have okay. enough on my plate. <laughs> Sometimes we just simply misspeak and don't realize it yeah it happens say saturday in st paul i do it a lot actually saturday in st paul only 173 shots fired in a three-hour span that's under 200 that's you're not even close to a record are you right seven people injured no one died three separate shootings over a three-hour span i would note this that was the first genuinely warm night why am i echoing it's okay it's nice how you just plow through stuff without stopping and just, uh, you know, the, the, the first, light goes on, the monkey hits the button. <clears throat> the first genuinely warm night of the year. What in God's name is going to be happening when we get about five nights in a row in the high 80s and humidity? Uh, Chief Todd Axtell in St. Paul said he's never seen anything like this in his 32-year career. Uh, the first incident occurred at 11.34 p.m. Officers went to the 500 block of West Central. That's in the old Rondo neighborhood. Uh, about 1.30 a.m., it was over to uh, Rice in Pennsylvania. Uh, we don't need ShotSpotter, do we? No. no. Melvin, we don't need that, do nah. we? And then, uh, then we come back to the 800 block of Selby, uh, where there was 100 people at a house party. And uh, they were shooting that up to beat the band. And uh, it just continues to be a, a problem. Apparently, that property on the 800 block of Selby is a problem property. But all they got was 108 shell casings. That's it. In, in the street outside the home. That's they only it. got 108. 108. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, I don't know what to say. And, of course, the mayor doesn't know what to say. Uh well, at least he was around. I, I will give him credit for that. I did see him on the news. I have nothing to add. I don't know what to what to add. None of this should be surprising. Uh, this comes at a time when you are so poorly led by the people, the adult children in the salon. They are continually focused 
on getting rid of police or defunding them. They're focused on uh, hauling Bob Fletcher in, the Ramsey County Sheriff, and giving him a review because they don't like the reality of what his YouTube ride-alongs have shown. You, We are governed by people. Uh, Minneapolis, for example, they got enough signatures now to put on the ballot Let's not have a police department. Uh, Okay, you're just ruining the city. They're ruining the city for everybody because they're just all snowflakes from the failed academy. They're worthless. They're not competent. It's been a big mistake. And until the citizenry wakes up, you will continue to elect these fools. For example, the people running for mayor in Minneapolis will make you yearn, yearn, for Fry in the event he loses. I predict that. You will yearn for Fry in the event he loses. But so here we have on a night in St. Paul, 173 shots, and by the miracle of God, no one is dead. No one is dead. I don't believe any of the injuries even qualified as critical. People got very lucky, very lucky. Hmm. Thugs are really lousy shots, and if, in fact, they were shooting at people. But I don't know why you would call it a house. See, I don't ever want to go to a party where part of the deal is I could get shot. Those don't sound like parties to me. Where's the party? Right. I don't know, Sid, but I ain't going. If, if Party Rock is in the house tonight, we're going to have some fun. Just because they're a lousy <laughs> shot, Joe, doesn't mean that that bullet isn't still out there finding its final destination, absolutely. which could be your forehead. That's right. You are so, absolutely lousy right. shot. That, that only helps the people they're shooting at. It doesn't help the rest of us. Because they're going to keep going, those bullets. Well, now the 800 block of Selby is uh, highly thought of by the salon. It has uh, bistros. Uh, it's been gentrified. you got W.A. Frost on the corner of Western and Selby. And then it would just be a few blocks to the west where you had the shootout at the O.K. Corral. But what are name some of those places in there. Red Cow. You've got the Red Cow. Um, You've got uh, uh, the Gnome. Uh, yeah, the gnomes reopened. I mean, it, it's a uh, it's a destination, a little stretch of the avenue, a little, kind of a little miniature 50th in France, a little revival. miniature Grand Avenue. You got revival in there, and so uh, my my great grandmother grew up on the 800 block of. Would it be the great grandmother? Not go. the one sod in the sod out. hut. No, oh, she. Right. The mother. Well, it couldn't be the mother of the sod hut woman. Well, she was a McQuillan, as in McQuillan Plumbing, going yeah. back to the early days. And all I remember about going to see her was she had a Wait parakeet. A That's all I remember. Really? Did yeah. she own a parakeet shop? No, she right. just had a parakeet and it yeah, talked. Okay. Hmm. Are you related to the McQuillan brothers? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. However, however, distantly with each passing generation. So I have a question. Um, plumbing or No. No, not not oh, a plumbing okay. question for Joe. Do you think that these city leaders are aware, or are they just incompetent? Because I asked that rhetorically, obviously. I had a buddy, and I told you guys this before the, before the show, I had a buddy of mine that took his two kids to the Twins game on Saturday. They left the game a little early before it was over because the Twins were getting killed. And he saw three guys right outside of Target Field just taking a leak. Mm-hmm. And he said they were all inebriated. And he said, I, I cannot believe, and he's not, he doesn't live in the city. He lives on the outskirts. And he said, I, I cannot believe what has happened to Minneapolis. What's your question? Do, are they aware of just how run down and terrible the city has become? Unsafe? I mean, are they aware of all of this? I, I'm, I'm trying to formulate a charitable answer. I, I don't necessarily think it's the fault of a salon dweller that some drunk who just had 15 Bud Lights takes a leak outside Target. This was center. someone that was not in attendance of the game, Joe. This was I some. You said this was some guy who took his kids at the ball game. No, right. the guy he, witnessed it. He witnessed this happening outside of Target Field. The guy who took his kids to the ball game. Right. <sighs> Where did they sit? I didn't think it was. Did I not explain it properly? Uh, my answer to you is that with. Uh, the answer is very complicated. The you know why was there 173 gunshots in St. Paul Saturday night? Why are people relieving themselves 
in public in broad daylight uh, against the wall of a brand new ballpark at four uh, o'clock in the afternoon. Well, we just have a we have a, in part a part of the answer is the incredible decline in moral and ethical integrity. It's it's rampant. It knows no racial boundaries. It knows nothing. It's it's everywhere, and we're all going to succumb to it. We're all going to be victimized by it in one fashion or another. For example, uh, I'm going to be uh, thinking long and hard before I might go over to that stretch of Selby and have dinner. I, I don't want to get shot going to my car by a wayward bullet. So That's, uh, You make a good point. Uh, uh, what you're saying is... Uh, you, you've drawn your line in the sand. You, you know, it's it's kind of like what is uh, the when the price of gas is what? When will you not drive? Mm-hmm. When we, w- let's let's talk about recovery. When in the past would you go to Selby and I don't know what Western for dinner? I have would it for years? Current for years? Well, I, no. When when would it be the last time? May third, nineteen ninety nine. No, January first, no, no. nineteen ninety nine. No, it would have been. It would have been just prior to COVID. I think we made a revival trip. It was just prior so to, the, to the lockdowns. Thirteen months ago. Yeah. What yeah. is it going to take to get us back to where we were thirteen months ago? March first, two thousand twenty. Right. That's a good question. What's, I. I, I don't know, but I want to. I want to make another attempt at answering Reaver's question. You you wonder, are the people in power aware of this degradation of behavior? And my answer would be yes, they are, and they don't care. Uh, for example, rather oh, than why? Rather, well, rather than speaking out against crime in St. Paul, you've got Necker, uh, Jalili, and uh, one other one who wants to bring in the. Uh, the Fletcher review, rather than get tough on crime, they want to shoot the messenger. You, you've sure, got yeah. you've got people who you've got people in elected positions who believe that somehow they can bring about peace to the land because they have a more virtuous view of behavior than you do. And some of these behavior outbursts are merely the result of systemic racism and other troubles in life. And oh, if only we oh, were more understanding, oh. so, uh, so this wouldn't happen. And you ha- oh. instead of people cracking down on the crime, you've got people excusing it. I get it. The reason the criminals are doing crime is because they hate cops. That's right. So if we get rid of the cops. And so do we, they say in the salon. So we'll get rid of the cops and the crime will go away. Boom. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect scenario. Perfect scenario. Who are you going to call once you get rid of the cops? Who are you going to call on a night when there's 173 gunshots? I got it. The community liaison officer that's responsible for happy feelings. All right. Very and good. he can start counting uh, shells on the street. I'm seeing Captain Kangaroo show up. <laughs> yes. Well, Mr. Green Jeans. Right. I think you're getting to the point there where you'll be allowed to kill people and get off scot-free. Holy Toledo. If, if somebody's doing wrong in your neighborhood. If you've been disrespected. You, you walk out the door and you blast that guy in the face with a shotgun, and you don't even have to drag the body away. You're dead. I, my I, I, my business is done here. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that. I I hope you're wrong, Kenny, but I, I understand I, what you're saying. Well, I mean that's where we're headed. Right. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Wow. Okay. Correct. You know what it reminds me of, Joe? Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels was the roving community that followed the building of the Union Pacific Railroad. Mm -hmm. And it was crime like you have never seen before. Mm -hmm. And finally, they started vigilante squads where a group of businessmen or people um, would would know who the perps were, who the bad guys were. They'd go find them, and they'd kill them, Mm -hmm. just like that. No court, no justice, just kill them. That's where we're headed. I have had a wonderful weekend. I've been driving Volkswagen's new all-electric crossover, the ID4. It's about the same size as a Honda CRV. Uh, if you're 30 years old and you were raised with a cell phone, a laptop, and an iPad, this is your future. This is the most amazing technological rolling computer I've ever experienced in my life. I'm old. I can, exp- I can speak to performance, and the performance is extraordinary. 
because you hit the accelerator and all it, all it wants to do is just go, just go. It's quiet, it's heavy, it holds the road. You're sitting on all those batteries, it really feels safe. It's an incredible piece of technology. It, it, it is so user-friendly. Uh, I had little. I had 16-year-olds in it yesterday checking it out, and they're instantly thought they died and went to heaven. They're swiping the screen. They're searching out things that they instinctively know how to bring to the screen. Truly amazing. It's a. It's called the Volkswagen ID4 from Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood, the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. They're bringing them in now. They've already delivered their first one. This, this is this is the future. This is the future if you're a younger person. Well, it's also the future if you're an older person and you want to you have the ultimate technological in-town daily driver experience. It really, really deserves your time to check it out at Volkswagen, Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood. University of Garage Logic 98. College of Self Esteem. Zip. Nada. Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. For a beautiful lawn, all season long, do it. Log on to professionalturf.com. Schedule the free, no obligation estimate. Get a three to four application treatment program. That's going to get rid of your weeds and keep your yard thick and luscious until that snow flies again. And that's it. Your part is donezo. All you have to do is water and mow. Speaking of watering, I don't know if I've mentioned this. ProTurf will deal with that sprinkler system of yours. Repair it, wake it up in the spring, put it to bed in the fall. They do it all. And if your landscaping is tired and dreary, you have to check out the fantastic work they've done for other GLers. It's all on their website, professionalturf.com. These folks, they are a GLer's dream. Luscious lawns, landscaping, and sprinkler service. Check them out, GLers, professionalturf.com. It developed after we left the studio Friday that Minnesota learned it will have a state fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I believe that broke Friday afternoon. And uh, the governor says it should be pretty close to normal. I'm I'm wondering what that means. Uh, I think for us, the touchstone place is the state fair. Everything looks to me on the horizon, the way the vaccine is going and the way the virus is responding, that we should be pretty close to normal, uh, said Walls at a Friday afternoon press conference. Fair organizers have been hopeful uh, that they can get the fair. It was canceled, of course, last year. Next week, Walls is planning to announce a further loosening of his economic restrictions. That means this week. Mm-hmm. When asked by reporters on Friday, he declined to say how many decisions he's already made. The governor said discussions with health officials and business groups are ongoing. Now, let me stop right there. If you're going to have the fair and being pretty close to normal, which means hundreds of thousands of people, why can't you up the attendance at a Twins game? Oh, yeah. Great you're course. at 10,000 now. Why can't you be at... 15,000, 20,000. Why can't why can't you go from 3,000 at the wild to 10,000? If you, there you you've got to start getting some consistency here, Walls. You you've got to start doing this in ways that the public can understand that it makes sense. Minnesota's spring infection wave has been fading. The state's test positivity rate has fallen for the past 2 weeks while the number of people hospitalized has shrunk. Since its April 14 peak, more than 2.5 million Minnesotans have received at least one vaccine. That's 57% of the state's adult population. By the way, and as an aside, uh, nationally, health experts are saying it is really unlikely we'll ever reach herd immunity. It is really unlikely. Which would wow. suggest to me, which would suggest to me, well, yeah, what the hell? Throw open the gates of the fair. Let's go here. Let's lead our lives. Uh, that's going to suggest to me that he's never going to relinquish power. Nope. He's never giving it up. The governor said he would not end the statewide eviction moratorium, which is part of his emergency powers, until lawmakers create an off-ramp to it. I don't know what that means. The House and Senate have passed competing proposals with the House banning evictions for a longer period than the Senate. Okay, we're talking about a grand agreement here. 
uh, at the end of the session could include curtailing his pandemic-related emergency powers. I, I predict they might attempt to, but I don't believe they'll be successful. Uh, I believe I believe many many Minnesotans appreciate what he's done, and 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 buy into it. What I don't yeah. appreciate is the inconsistency. You're going to tell me we can have a fair, which I think is wonderful news, but then why are you arbitrarily, and that's all it is, you are just whimsically and arbitrarily deciding how many people can go to a ball game? Well, no. Right. You're not using science to say, here's the formula we came up with, divide by three, take half of that. And we got there's the no number three thousand. There's, there's, there's no, no science, science Rook. Right. Right. There's no there's science to, to refer to. Th- there's no science to opening up the state fair. The no. what the hope is that the vaccines are working, uh, that more and more people are getting them, and that the infectious spread of this spring is on a decline. Okay, I'm all for it. But be consistent. Why in the hell are three thousand? You can put six thousand in a wild game and be just as distant right. as the three thousand are. Agreed. Nine thousand, right? Yeah, why stop? You, you at could six? do you could do nine thousand and be just as distanced as you are at three thousand. Correct. That 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 seats eighteen thousand. Mm-hmm. So what's so, nine? That's half. Yeah, that's half. You're and you're sitting three feet away from someone. I, again, so three j- feet. Everything he's done since the get go has been arbitrary. Yep. That's the only thing he's consistent with is being arbitrary. Can go to Home Depot. Remember the big beginning. Go ahead. Go to Home Depot. Don't go to the Knack. Yeah, go to Home Depot, but don't go to church. Go to Home Depot, but don't yeah. go to the Knack Hardware and Lounge. Don't go have to, a funeral. Don't go to your local saloon. Nice. Nothing has made a great deal of sense. And again, I'm thrilled. I think this state. I've said it before. I it, we've we've been part of the fair now. Uh, for what, Rook, 25, 26 years? Yep. And and I think it's a lovely, lovely occasion. It's the only thing in Minnesota that has survived whatever cultural attack might have been thrown at it. It's the only thing that's ever survived. And and I think I think it would have been really hard for Minnesotans to go through another summer without the fear. Uh, the the people in my life who have grown to love the fair, they could not have been more excited about Friday's announcement. They they genuinely felt uh, inspired by that. They felt, oh, wow. that is a breakthrough. That is a breakthrough. Question, question for you: Was it, when they made the announcement, was there any mention of mandatory mask wearing? Oh, that's coming. You know that that will be the that case. That hasn't. I have not read that. I, I I don't know how that will work. I would predict that. The mask wearing will be significantly encouraged. This is going to be a source of many, many Donny Brooks and Melees and Tillies. I'm getting me. I'm getting reports from guys who go to Twins games, and there's these mask Nazis walking around, and they're they're yelling at you to put your mask back on, even if you're trying to take a sip of beer. Hey, get that mask back on. Okay, let me just finish this sip. Okay, precious. Yeah, okay. Wow. So I'm watching footage of a, of a news story this morning. I have no idea what they were talking about. They showed a high school band practicing indoor, and they all, all the band members had masks on, but they all had slots cut to where they could stick their lips out and play their instruments. Whoa. If you could yes. put a 10, yes. if you can put 10 in the Twins, you can just be just as spaced out with 20. And you're still not at half the attendance uh, capacity of that place. It holds more than 40, doesn't it? It holds about 45 or 6. I thought it was just under 40. Well, whatever. You're still, you can put 20 in there on a night like tonight, and you're going to be just as distant as 10. I think you can get over 40 in that place. I talked to myself. 39,504. I'm going to call it 40. You know why? It's close enough because you got to throw in those standing tickets. There's the upstanding ones. SROs. Mm-hmm. That's right. Come on, Walsey. Or like during the All-Star game when they packed in the press underneath the overhang. Mm-hmm. So oh, you had yeah. to watch the game, like kind of do this. What's he doing? <laughs> Tell me what he did there. This guy needs to be run out of the state. This guy's a fraud and a joke and borderline criminal. The Wild, the Wild have the most entertaining team they have ever had. 
That's my statement. I don't think I'm out on a very weak limb. This is the most entertaining team they have ever had. And you mean to tell me, you, what? how did you come up with the number 3,000? Who farted it out. Where, where's the number come from? You can be just as distance at 9,000 people. Joe, it's like me picking winners for seafoam on Friday. Yeah. Sticks his hand into a greasy hat and picks out a number. It's just a crying shame because you want to get in there and see that commie light the light. You want to see him light the lamp. Light the lamp, I Come say. Come on. Dollar, light, dollar, the lamp. Light, the, light the lamp, I say. Say, I want to get up to Giants Ridge because, uh, again, not so much for the golf, although it's the best public golf in the United States, certainly among the best public golf in the United States, the quarry and the, the legend at Giants Ridge. I want to get up there because it's quiet. The nature's beautiful. The forests are beautiful. The lakes are beautiful. You're escaping the noise of the world. Uh, the quarry opened Friday, and the... Uh, uh, the legend opens this Friday. Turn your uh, next round into an adventure because there's more than golf. The legend and Corey are a whole new way. They got a fin cycle. You know what that is? It's like riding around the course on a motorcycle with your bag on it. Ooh. And they got a special at the Legend and the Corey, 36 holes of Minnesota's best golf plus lunch between rounds for one incredible rate, 160 bucks plus tax on weekdays and $175 plus tax on weekends. It's just fantastic. And that's June 4th through the, through the brunt of the summer. These are wonderful, wonderful golf courses. They're Golf Digest Editor's Choice Awards. Best golf resorts in the Midwest 2021. Go to GiantsRidge.com and look at the drone flyovers and go to GiantsRidge.com to make your tea times. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Souchere. Compact, quick, safe. Good for the nightstand, living room, kitchen, car, truck, especially the car and truck. What am I yammering about? You need a safe. Log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Meet Rich. He's the owner and proprietor of Maple Grove Lock and Safe. See the best safes ever made. The Liberty Safe, made right here in the United States of America, including mini safes that will keep your Second Amendment items and cashed locked and secure in your home and or auto. Rich has them. You know why? Because filling customer needs, that's Rich's deal. He offers full residential and commercial lock and safe services, competitive prices. In addition to Liberty Safe, Rich is also carrying other brands and offers full commercial and residential lock and safe services. So if you haven't had a chance yet, please log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com or even better yet, stop in and meet Rich in Maple Grove and get that affordable, compact, quick safe. Our friend Tom Lyman, who provides us this day in Minnesota history, all the way from Marlith Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, has alerted me over the weekend. He sent an, uh, a speech of Ronald Reagan uh, given in 1964, and I had not heard it. And uh, Tom Lyman is suggesting that Reagan was trying to warn us. And it's, in, it's an incredible speech. It's only about four minutes, and I think GLers will absolutely enjoy it. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. Now, it doesn't require expropriation or confiscation of private property or business to impose socialism on a people. What does it mean whether you hold the deed the, or the title to your business or property if the government holds the power of life and death over that business or property and such machinery already exists the government can find some charge to bring against any concern it chooses to prosecute every businessman has his own tale of harassment somewhere a perversion has taken place our natural unalienable rights are now considered to be a dispensation of government and freedom has never been so fragile, so close to slipping from our grasp as it is at this moment. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. 
And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. Mm. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's old, old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. In this vote harvesting time, they use terms like the great society, or as we were told a few days ago by the president, we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. But they've been a little more explicit in the past, and among themselves, and all of the things I now will quote have appeared in print. These are not Republican accusations. For example, they have voices that say, the Cold War will end through our acceptance of a not undemocratic socialism. Another voice says the profit motive has become outmoded. It must be replaced by the incentives of the welfare state. Or our traditional system of individual freedom is incapable of solving the complex problems of the 20th century. Senator Fulbright has said at Stanford University that the Constitution is outmoded. He referred to the president as our moral teacher and our leader. And he says he is hobbled in his task by the restrictions of power imposed on him by this antiquated document. He must be freed so that he can do for us what he knows is best. Huh. And Senator Clark of Pennsylvania, another articulate spokesman, defines liberalism as meeting the material needs of the masses through the full power of centralized government. Well, I for one resent it when a representative of the people refers to you and me, the free men and women of this country, as the masses. This is a term we haven't applied to ourselves in America. But beyond that, the full power of centralized government. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use force and coercion to achieve its purpose. They also knew, those Founding Fathers, that outside of its legitimate functions, government does nothing as well or as economically as the private sector of the economy. Bravo. Bring him back to life. That was 57 years ago. Wow. He's talking about today. 57 years ago. Oh. Holy mackerel. I take it he was speaking on behalf of Goldwater. It was 1964. Reagan was not running. <clears throat> but uh, Goldwater was running against LBJ and, of course, lost uh, handily. But that's amazing. 57, nothing's changed. It's only getting worse. We're getting more intense. Or maybe another way to look at it is we continue to survive. We continue to survive the attempts to wreck the Constitution. We're not we, short of people attempting to do it, yeah. but we continue to survive it. What a, what a great line, though, that Cuban. I had somewhere to escape to. Yeah. If we lose our freedom, we don't have anywhere to escape to. Which remains true today. Look at the people trying to get in. Right. It's chaos at the border. It's just a complete a complete mess at the border. Are we are we escaping it though, Joe? Uh, it seems to yeah, me I, that I, government I, is far more encroached in our lives than it's ever ever been. Especially, and it's only getting worse. Especially the last 12 to 13 months. Yeah. Yeah, fast track yeah. in the last it'd be, year. It'd be uh, it'd be funny to see how Dutch would have reacted to the mask mandates. <clears throat> My God, we're asking if we're going to be allowed to not wear a mask at the Minnesota State Fair. That's mm -hmm. where we're at. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find a great tweet that I saw over the weekend that I wanted to bring up. Um, but basically, the, it, was, it was, if you all do not think 
that we've experienced full-fledged tyranny the last 12 months. You know, consider the fact that those of us that were raising the alarm bells long ago were were ridiculed for doing so. Right. Well, we're ridiculed right now, Chris. If yeah. we say things like that, we're insane. You know, people. I. I. It's just amazing to me. I was telling my wife this over the weekend as as to how many people are just completely comfortable with the idea of being told what to do all the time from the government. That is terrifying to me. Yeah, that's pretty upsetting. The Biden administration denies a parking permit for motorcycles in the uh, three-decade-straight veterans motorcycle ride in Washington, D.C. For 34 years, motorcycle-riding veterans and supporters have flocked to Washington, D.C. on Memorial Day weekend for a ride to remember American prisoners of war and those missing in action. For 32 of those years, they've used the Pentagon's parking lot As a staging point this year, President Joe Biden's Department of Defense might put an end to that. According to WJLA-TV in Washington, the Pentagon announced Friday that it will refuse to allow American vets, the veterans group that stages the event, now called Rolling to Remember, to use its parking lot as a staging point. The Pentagon cited coronavirus pandemic concerns. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, We don't know that. A gentleman at the Pentagon told me that after careful consideration, our permit application was designed. Denied, AMVETS Executive Director Joe Chenley told WJLA on Friday. He said considerations involved the continued spread of COVID in the region and the nature of our event being that we are proposing a large gathering for an extended period of time. The party fears normal Americans showing up at a Fortress Pelosi, according to Jordy. The party fears normal Americans showing up at Fortress Pelosi. That's a shame. Those guys have done great work. Uh, great awareness work uh, on a very peaceful event for 30 years. And, uh, and you damn well better be sure that COVID has nothing to do with it. This is what you predicted very, very early on. COVID is being used as an excuse to perpetrate their way of life and shut down America, the rest of us. It, it really can be happening, can it? It is Just, happening, Joe. It, it's, it's, it's really it, can right be happening. There. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Do you know that two weeks from today, we're going to be outside at the State Fair? I do. Party! auto show, the 48th annual Twin Cities Auto Show. That was the last thing to close prior to the onset of COVID, and now it's the first thing to reopen. It's going to be great because we're going to be outside. This year's auto show could be bigger than ever. It's got 30 times the space. It's got a monster trucks on the midway. State food fair, uh, state fair food favorites, military vehicles, luxury vehicles, a special ride and drive area where you can get a chance to get behind the wheel and hit the streets of the fairground in a new vehicle. We're going to be broadcasting from where? You can watch us record a podcast. We're going to be up at uh, Heritage Square. Over by uh, Blue Barn, Lulu's, all mm-hmm. that stuff. The Shells, <clears throat> excuse me, the Shells Band Stage. That's exactly where we're going to be Perfect. Oh, there's great food around there. It runs <laughs> May 15th through the May 23rd. You can get your tickets now at TwinCitiesAutoShow.com. All tickets are day-specific, so if you want to see, come and get us, see us, get your tickets for May 17th. The Twin Cities Auto Show, outside. It's going to be fun. May 15th to the 23rd at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Hail. The Seafoam King. Hail you. (laughs) Hail you. (laughs) After hearing you and the GL crew blab on and on about Seafoam, I picked some up with my Fleet Farm gift card money, decided to try it in the old John Deere chainsaw given to me by a neighbor, knowing it hadn't been used for at least 20 years. Having tinkered with it a couple of times with carb cleaner and fresh gas and starting fluid with no luck at all. Uh, it, all it was now really to me was a dead cylinder on the index. No good. I dumped in a b- bit of fresh gas, threw in a good helping of sea foam. Long story short, I yanked the cord, and with a bit of a cough and a sputter, that thing smoked to life. 
The sweet smell of two-cycle smoke filled the air. Seafoam rescued the old deer from the shelves of the dead, and it's been working hard ever since, proving that seafoam truly is a miracle in a world of bad gas. Bye! Andy from Champlin. Thank you, Andy. It's available all over the globe, and it is a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It is seafoam. Who wrote this? This is quite a... That was from Andy from Champlin. Thank you, Andy. This is TD who writes, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail Hail you. you. My brother's lawnmower, your typical 21-inch walk-behind homeowner special, was in need of some structural repairs. A small crack had developed in the steel deck after years of running over buckthorn stumps and baseballs. After all, what is a 21-push mower if not a suburban brush hog? Yep. Being a good GLer, he found a neighbor with a welder to do the repair, rather than just go out and buy a new machine, a.k.a. he didn't pull a Roycey. Words matter here. He found a neighbor with a welder, not a neighbor who is a welder. <laughs> so they went in. <laughs> with the, this gets better. Quiet. With the more tipped on its side and the arc welder in action, a certain amount of gasoline leaked from the moor's fuel tank and formed oh. a growing puddle on the ground. Oh. Oh, no. A spark from the welder ignited no. the gasoline vapors, and soon the moor was entirely engulfed in flames. Yep. This was early spring before the outdoor spigots was turned on for the season, and certainly before any life and property-saving garden hoses were at the ready. The only oh. option to quench the conflagration was a nearby pond, 50 yards away. So my brother, with his adrenaline-soaked athleticism of an Olympic bobsledder, pushed the four-wheeled flaming saucer across the side yard and sploosh right into the pond. The fire was out, but the damage was done. Not even seafoam could fix this mess. He would end up pulling a Roycey after all. My brother now is the proud owner of a new Toro, 30-inch dual-force, Twin blade, 223cc overhead valve, personal pace time master from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware. Not bad to do a quarter acre. Now, this is where you come in, Mayor. My father, who is age 67 with a CI of 29 Urban, says my brother, age 36 with a CI 32 Urban, can no longer count the burned hydrolocked lawnmower in his cylinder index. Dad's opinion is that only working cylinders are those in the or those in the process of immediate repair can count. But if you ask me, I'm 39 with a CI of 72 rural, all cylinders matter, dead or alive, as long as they remain in your possession and remain in death installed in the vehicle or equipment they served in life. So we request a mayoral ruling on the following points. May my brother still count his dead moor, which I have come to call Nautilus, in a cylinder index. Number two, if my brother, in the interest of space management, saves only the engine block from Nautilus and scraps the rest, may he still count the out-of-body cylinder in a cylinder index. A large sum of cash may or may not have been wagered on the outcome of these rulings. Thank you and good luck. T.D. Richter, class of 05 uh, Fighting Stogies. Huh. Number this one. Is the only, this is the only GL rule that I am uh, very, very familiar with. Number one, yes, the brother may still count the dead more. Yes. We have never ruled on anything other than yes. That, that cylinder, however charred it is, remains a cylinder on the shelf. Number two, if my brother, in the interest of space management, saves only the engine block, from Nautilus and scraps the rest, may he still count that. So, yes, in fact, you would be expected to keep only the engine and get rid of the uh, the uh, the rest of it, which is going to serve you no purpose and has no bearing on the cylinder index whatsoever. Because but not we- only, not only do you get to count that in your cylinder index, but it's a cylinder with one hell of a story to go with it. Yes. yes. That's why it's on your shelf. You see that one? Let me tell you what happened to this one. Yes. And you're keeping that with the forward-moving thoughts that, you know, someday I'm just going to completely redo that and it's going it's no, to be in use. No. no, 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 dummy, no. no. Joe just said it. 
No, that that cylinder has no future use whatsoever other than an awesome story. And it can sit there on the shelf in perpetuity and count right. as a cylinder. Not only, Joe, I actually, with some of my snowmobile cylinders, they're removed from the bottom end. The crankcase is gone, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just jugs and a head sitting on shelves. Is that the same and thing that with you, Rook? Yeah, I just put the jugs on the shelf. If I had to guess, I would imagine the father involved here bet that I would rule opposite the way I have ruled. Ooh, somebody's going to be hurting for and, cash. and I bet the two boys uh, said, no, the mayor's going to rule that this counts. That cylinder in that dead, charred, beat-up engine, that counts in your cylinder index. Such, I've taken it so far that I have a scrap metal pile around back, mm-hmm. and there's three push mowers in there. I'm counting those cylinders until they go to the scrapyard. <laughs> yeah, then you must. Then you must, of course, subtract them. Oh yes. Oh, absolutely. Once they leave the property, they're gone. Yeah. 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 No. Absolutely. And, and, and this guy didn't didn't hurt his cylinder index in any way, shape, or form by going to Fratelloni's and getting a new Toro. Right. That had to be done. And and the reason he gets to keep this uh, as his cylinder index is he didn't toss it. He kept it. That's yeah. why it still gets to count. Yep. That and the story that goes along with it. It's just absolutely good story, fantastic. by the way. Good just story. So can you see him? Can you see him sprinting with that thing on fire? To beating the hell pond? to the pond, man. I got to get to the pond. <laughs> so let me ask you this question then: When Roycey had his Toro that was in his garage, and he said it doesn't work. Right. When we when we grabbed that, he he lost that cylinder, and we gained it once Gabe got it started. Uh, working in about five minutes. Yes. Second, it rolled onto your property. It working or not, it was counted. All right. Because plus, I can't think of anyone less interested in a cylinder index than Patrick. True. Very true. That's just not his cup of tea. So when he surrendered that more, it and even if you didn't get it running, it became part of your cylinder index count because you now owned it. Copy. Right. Yep. I it's love his line about he has a welder. I didn't say he was yeah, a welder. Yeah, that was the money line he, right there. I too, I too, Joe, I've got two welders. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm a really good grinder. Right, right. <laughs> Just grinder, not Because my welding is bad. I was reading uh, today about the vacancy rates in downtown, downtown St. Paul, downtown Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis in particular. The way we work has changed. COVID has brought about a change in the way we work, and there's a really pleasant way to work. It's called Center Point of Mendota Heights. It's a commercial office park. I've driven through it. It's fantastic. It's rolling grounds. It's shaded. Each building is one story with your own restrooms. No waiting on elevators. No fighting commuter traffic to get there. It's very close to 55, 62, 494, and 694. It's an eight-building campus. You pick out the right space for your business. Your employers are happy. Your employees are happy. It's a park-like setting, and the office space is customizable. We're not going back downtown. At least not the way we used to. We're done being the man in the gray flannel suit. We have changed the way we work. And the way we work at center point of Mendota Heights is extremely comfortable. Check out the uh, footage on escapetomendota.com. Really neat drone footage. This is a really, really comfortable place to set up your operations because you don't want to go back downtown. Center point of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. There's one simple step you can take to make 2021 your best year ever. Build your career in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm Dean Diesick. And I'm Denise Gazetta from the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. If you're looking to grow your career potential in a place known for fewer taxes, safe, clean streets, and excellent schools, Sioux Falls is the place to be. Advance your career in a place known for consistent economic growth and a wealth of career opportunities. Visit the Talent and Workforce Portal at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Sioux Falls companies are looking to invest in your future, partnering with you to grow your career. Sioux Falls has fantastic opportunities for you. Right now, we're seeing immediate openings for builders, engineers, welders, and IT professionals. 
Whether you're a teacher or a technician, a programmer or a plumber, Sioux Falls has an opportunity for you to advance your career. Make the move to a new career and a brighter future in Sioux Falls. Visit Talent and Workforce at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. Chris Miller, the lifelong resident of Gumption County and owner and proprietor of AimHighConstructionMN.com, he sold my house in the 612. Okay, okay, wait, he, so he wasn't the listing agent. Uh, he didn't deal with the buyers or their agent, but it was his deck, his kitchen, his central air unit, his concrete work that closed the deal. I'd still be ducking gunfire if it wasn't for Aim High Construction and the amazing work they did. He's getting it done for GLers all over Gumption. Think ahead for projects, GLers, and give them time. They're very, very busy. Material prices, yeah, you know, they've gone up just about for everything. So make that call right now today and find out when Aim High Construction can schedule your project. I'm talking roofing, siding, decks, interiors like kitchens, bathrooms, basements, flooring, new countertops. They do almost everything, and they do it to perfection. See for yourself. Log on to aimhighconstructionmn.com. Are you boys aware of the old fairy tale called Snow White? Sure. Heard it once yep. or twice, yeah. Yeah, I started to look it up today. It's, uh, That's the it's, based, it's based on a Grimm's fairy tale from 1812, and then Disney created the Snow White film in 1937. So I, I think tens of millions of children have been exposed to Snow White over the years. And, and we now learn that uh, Disneyland has reopened in the Los Angeles area, which is great news for California tourism. And among the attractions is a, a, a really, really remodeled and jazzed up Snow White. Uh, it's called Snow White's Enchanted Wish. And it's a, it's a ride and it, has, it takes you into the mine filled with glowing gems. And it's got the cottage where the, where the seven dwarfs are uh, stationed. And uh, it's just apparently very delightful uh, because Snow White has a rich history at uh, Disneyland. Uh, uh, said Kim Irvin, uh, creative director for Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney Imagineering. Uh, we wanted to take into account the beautiful scenic work that has always existed and retell the story in a special way. We believe guests will enjoy the sweet storyline in a stunning experience. Okay, just a bit of a problem. What's the problem? Just a bit of a problem that's being written about in the San Francisco area, San Francisco Gate in particular, that uh, we should be, we should be uh, opposed to the new a Snow White attraction, as well as the old one, apparently, because when the prince kisses Snow White to to relieve her of that burden she's been suffering from the evil queen, yes, uh, that kiss was non consensual. What? Yep, it changed her life. I mean, come on, it's a non consensual kiss because she's asleep, and the prince kissed her. And then she lives life happily ever after. So this is Baby It's Cold Outside Part Two. There you go. So the terribly wow. woke, the terribly woke among us are saying, well, that kiss doesn't work because that's a non-consensual uh, kiss that that virtually constitutes some sort of an assault. Well, here's what you have to do. Uh, the pushing back in this case would be Disney completely ignoring these people, just completely right. ignore it. Right. Never apologize if you haven't done anything wrong, Correct. and that's what the woke have to face from the rest of us. I ain't apologizing if they ever come to me because I haven't done anything wrong. And here's Disneyland. Been around forever, part of Americana, and it's always been part of the fairy tale that apparently the kiss from the prince frees the young uh, Snow White from her spell. spell. And then she can uh, better function, have a a wonderful life uh, of her own. And here are these darkened, withered, souls who come along and say and say you know that that kiss doesn't work that's not consensual well you know what you dark withered creep there's really (laughs) no way to make it consensual because the whole point of this is it's the kiss that wakes her up 
It's the kiss right. that rejuvenates her. Exactly. It's, it's, it's magical. It's right. magical. But we're not allowed by dark, withered souls to have fun. We're not allowed by dark, withered people to have fantasies because they find fault in them. And the only way Disneyland can fight this is completely ignore it. Just don't even go there. Just say, the hell with it. We're still doing it. Just a minute. Have you flipped your lid? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. What? I just asked, I was listening. Yeah, yeah. Have you flipped your lid? I have. <laughs> yes, he has. Yes, he has. You want to escape yep. the clutches of the evil queen, you got to let the prince kiss you. Boom. It's a boom. So as part of an assignment for the morning show that I work on, I had to watch this oh. uh, not, ev- not even a month ago. And I hadn't seen it since I was a child. And we all watched it and we reviewed it because it was a, a former, uh, it's one of the most popular movies ever made. Mm-hmm. And what we all agreed um, on was that Bashful, the the dwarf Bashful, yeah, yeah. he he's a creepy little bastard. Let oh, me yeah, tell you that. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a window peeping freak. <laughs> and we all thought it was really weird that after she died or whatever, they put her in a glass coffin and looked at her every single day. Right. And we all thought that was super duper creepy. I think that's we weird. Didn't, yeah, but the kiss part is that's that was no big deal. No, it's always no been deal. just part of the the story, and it's just a shame yeah. that we have among us these withered, withered, dark people who just uh, they just must loathe themselves. They just must because if you go down, if you think the way they do, which is not really thinking, it's emoting. No. If, yes. if you emote the way they do, you can't find anything that would not escape their wrath. That's just everything. Everything would would would, would incur their wrath, and that's just not yeah. the way the world works. And we don't have to accept it. Do not accept it. My favorite one is Grumpy. That that dude's a genius. I, I agree with everything he's pissed off about. <laughs> I'm not happy. Oh, yeah. Which one are you? <laughs> Didn't that happen to you once, Joe? Well, yeah, I got rear-ended, and, and uh, the guy behind me thought it was my fault, and he, he was a very small fellow, and he he came to the window, and he, he said, hey, 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 you slammed on your brakes like that. You didn't even give me a chance, and I'm not happy. And I looked at him, and I said, well, which one are you? But don't boom, boom. See, it's... That's Grumpy, funny. dopey, doc, happy, bashful, sneezy, and sleepy. When Joe Actually, first told I could me, not have named them. I could not have named he them. He looked it up. When Joe first told me that joke years ago, I did. You said, yeah, last week I got in an I said, you didn't even tell me. He fished me in so hard on that one <laughs> that the hook was right in my cheek. Well, Moeller's the one who got me with it. <laughs> oh, my mm. God. Oh, I just love it. Well, in fact, the first time I heard you tell it, I believe you said that the guy came to the front desk at the uh, of the maybe studio that, of the station. Maybe that was it. Maybe yeah. that was it. And said, you, I'm not happy. And you were doing the show, and they said, you yeah. got to get out here. Uh, no, somebody's guy, at the front desk. This guy's not happy. Yeah. Huh? Which yeah. one is name, Which one are you? Name Popeye's four nephews. I cannot. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, shoot. That's not coming back. I, I should know that. But I Pip-Eye, Pip-Eye, Peep-Eye, Pup-Eye. And poopie. Poopie. There's a poopie? Poopie. Wow. Here's to poop in your eye. I wouldn't want to be poopie. How yeah. about on that cartoon? There was somebody called Alice the Goon. Oh, yeah. You yes. had the, the sea yeah. hag, the sea <laughs> hag, and Alice the Goon. Lunch lady. <laughs> you know, if you're going to go down that road with, with Snow White, how even can her name pass muster? Oh, don't even go yeah. there. Hang on. Yeah. 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 Well, most of our cartoons won't pass muster. And, I mean, and, the, and w- the dwarfs themselves, I'm surprised there hasn't been a lobbying effort on behalf of small people, uh, even though most of the small people I've ever met in my life have had no problem with Snow White. How right. many times did my personal hero, hero Yosemite Sam, get blasted in the face by either a shotgun or dynamite? It yeah. happened three times an episode. Right, right. It happens, happens all the time. Super 70 time. Sports is the greatest in that regard because they'll put a clip up, and it said, back when we were kids, we weren't that bleeping stupid that we needed a warning label. You know, yeah, they'll put right. like the Looney Tunes right. cartoon on there or whatever. Yeah. Hold the stick of dynamite yeah. in, right. The, right in your hand. It'll be interesting <laughs> to watch Disney's behavior here. 
Oh, you're, they, you, they, you they nailed cannot, it, Joe. They cannot apologize. No, no. They cannot change this. That's our only Not way even of pushing a, back. Don't even acknowledge it. No. Go to like, hell. Just go to hell, you withered you people don't sea exist. Eggs. Oh, <laughs> God. God almighty. Say, big bike shortage continues to make the news because of the popularity of biking during the pandemic. Well, they are not short of e-bikes at EcoFun Motorsports on the Highway of Love, Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. And that's where you're going to get the best fit. That's where you're going to get the best options. That's where you're going to get the best advice to get on your new Bintelli e-bike for a season of riding. Also, all the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, the full line of Yamaha products, youth recreational equipment, helmets and apparel, and a great service department. But most importantly, Tim and Kalen, they know these Bentelli e-bikes better than any other dealer in the country. And you really want to get the right size frame and the right size saddle and the right size tires. And they're going to maximize your riding enjoyment at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. better than a good day at work so by my standards that means a bad day fishing with a good cigar is probably the best day ever and the best way to make that great bad day fishing is to get that great cigar from Sodi's. that was a long way wasn't it <laughs> when when you roll into Sodi's to buy your cigars you'll find out it's a great experience a great shop with a huge humidor stocked with a wide variety of cigars a wonderful smoking lounge uh, all separated from the purchasing area, and it has a state-of-the-art ventilation system in, so you can go in, smoke your cigar, walk out, and not carry that smell home with you. The only thing missing here is a fishing pond or a creek. Uh, the guys at Sodi's they have the knowledge to pick out exactly what's right for you. Cigars, that is, not crawlers or minnows. Uh, but if you're an old cigar pro... In that case, look into joining the Sodis Club. That's a special membership. You receive a personal cigar locker there in the store and a 15% discount on all merchandise. They're located right off Highway 36, south side of 36 on Osgood and Stillwater. It's the last light right before you head over the new bridge. Hang a right on Osgood. You'll see Sodis Cigar and Pipe immediately on your right. You'll also find them at SodisCigars.com. And when you roll in there, Tell them that the uh, crew at Garage Logic Podcast sent you. Here's something from. Oh, hi. How are you? You'll learn more here by accident Sorry, than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Souchere. We okay, interrupt just, the inappropriate off-air conversation. No, I'll just tell you. I just got a, a email from Jordy. Headline: Man tries to rob people in concealed carry class. He gets shot by everyone. Oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> That's what I was about to tell you off the air. <laughs> Some of the shooters uh, involved in Saturday night's 173 shots fired in St. Paul were legal conceal and carry guys. Uh, in fact, the cop stopped the two guys who were leaning up against their car wondering what the hell happened and they they had legal permits to carry well what were they shooting at well they weren't necessarily they they were they were the ones that were probably ducking the oh so they were just random bystanders that that have opted to protect themselves with the carry permit i got you only because they come to us all the way from marlith park and moon pumalanga south africa it's on this day in Minnesota history from our friend Tom Lyman. This, this one fascinates me. I thought it would be much older than this. In 1959, on this day, yeah. which is May 3rd. He looks at his May watch. 3rd, 1959, <laughs> after passing through the St. Lawrence Seaway, which had opened on April 25th, the British freighter Ramon de Larinaga became the first deep draft ocean ship to enter Duluth Harbor. That's cool. 59? Yes, I would have bet ages before that. Right. I don't know why. I guess because I don't know my St. Lawrence Seaway history. But there's some validity, Rook, in you sniffing Lake Superior and saying you can smell the salt air. Almost smell the salt. It is technically connected to the ocean. Exactly. You get some salt sneaks in there every once in a while. So after passing through the St. Lawrence Seaway, which had opened just days before, on April 25th, the British freighter Ramon de de Larinaga 
became the first deep draft ocean ship to enter Duluth's Harbor. Wow. I love that. I love me some harbor. Some Duluth is just, you could just sit, uh, it, no matter what time of year, oh, I you could just sit and just look at the lake. Well, I don't, I think in the dead of winter, it's not very attractive because there's no activity. Well, there's not, but on the shores, uh, the ice crystals that form. Oh, the Duluth, are, yeah, the Duluth uh, Harbor Cam that time of the year. Are as cool yeah, as can be. I Because I've been up there for some hockey tournaments where we're trying to kill time, and it's just cooler than hell. And it was on this day in 1989 that we lost Charlotte Day. She was the founder of the Red Schoolhouse in St. Paul. She was a member of the Boy Fort Band of Ojibwe. Dave founded the school to meet the needs of Native American children, teaching native languages and culture as well as English reading and math skills in native context. Here, here. There you go. That's yeah. a cherished person. I think so. Um, are you done with that? Because I wanted to tell you what I did uh, yesterday. All right. I got up. At 4.30 in the morning. On That's Sunday? too early for me. And I had the crock pot, and I had, and you can get these at Grunhofer's, a bone-in pork shoulder Ugh. that cooked on high for 11 hours and one hour on low, the 12th hour. Did it fall hour. off the bone? I, I pulled the bone right out when I took the cover off. Are it they was, available at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo? Bone-in or no bone at all. Oh. All you need is... Uh, dry ranch dressing and Lipton onion soup mix and pour some beef broth in there or chicken broth. Mm. You can't do it wrong. You can't do it wrong. It I must so say delicious. it sounds delightful. You can get them right at Grunhofer's, too. Well, Tell that's in addition to the meatloaf and the brats, the burgers, the salmon, the bacon, the ham, the jerky, the seasoning. It's all there at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, also on the Highway of Love, Highway 61, right at the north end of Hugo. I see. Thank you. Very Damn. nice. Joe, I would yes. also like to tell you and sure. Oh, wow, yeah. you see this? Can you, you guys see this? What did you season it with? Oh, that's the pan. Just Lipton oh. onion soup mix oh. and a dry uh, ranch. Mm. You're so a ranch good. guy. You, is there any left? Uh, there is because I it was huge. It yeah. was a ten pounder. Mm. I'll come over and get some. Yeah. I would also like to remind GLers that Minnesota executives are among the regional business owners who are excited about the advantages of doing business in. Sioux Falls. That enthusiasm plus a rebounding economy make this a great year to expand or to relocate to Sioux Falls. Get all the facts that you need online at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Braz? Nice. How you doing? If you want entertainment, I can give you entertainment. If you're poking around, maybe you do have that long drive to Duluth. Well, there's all sorts of great podcasts available to you at PodMN on your smartphone and on your computer, podmn.com. If you're going to be taking a trip, you can load up on Garage Logic episodes. Patrick's got his podcast. Uh, there's so many that you will like. You just pair yourself up with one. Podmn or podmn.com. And the other thing you want you to do is go to YouTube, subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel. There's so much fun. I was poking around. And I went back to my old uh, Sioux Falls or uh, South Dakota vacation days. There's some great old videos where it looks like, you know, Gabe was still pooping his pants at that time. But go check out those videos. <laughs> Sign up Garage Logic on YouTube, Braz. Monday Cha.